Hi, welcome to Rebel Yell with Ryan and Danielle. I'm Ryan. I'm Danielle. And boy, oh boy, we have a tremendous podcast lined up for you today. Line. <laughs> Wait, you know you can't get a line because, drum roll please, strike. Strike, strike. strike. The, uh, the WP, wait, sorry, the PWGA. No, the WPGA. Oh, I thought it was the PWGA. But no, this it's, is the like the women's, it's like the Women's Professional Golf oh, Association. Oh, yeah, that's it's what I was always thinking of them. They, um, they're yeah. interchangeable. The Writers of Podcasts Guild of America today decided on a, in a unanimous vote of 300 billion to six <laughs> that they will be going on strike as of right now. Basically, when you guys listen, you kind of think everything we're saying is off the cuff, but we have a huge staff of writers who are helping us script every single moment, every single pause, everything. For this show alone, I'd say we have upwards of 14 writers. Uh, well, yeah, I, was, I actually thought it was like 20, but I mean, I guess you're probably better at counting I'm not I counting the freelancers on the, le the left yes, coast. we get occasional um, jokes sent into us for the top of the show when we kind of just chat like we're doing by right telefax. now. By Telefax. Yeah, by Telefax, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so anyway, so we're kind of gearing up for this, and we think we think that things are going to be okay. I mean, I think we're going to still be able to do a show. Uh, uh, I mean, we're doing one right now. Uh, I don't have anything that's, to say. See, that's, you're right, that's actually... This is so awkward. I mean, we're, oh my we can't God. Use, we, here's uh, the terms yeah, of the strike. The we technically are members of the WPGA yes. because we do write very small amounts of our own material. I think in the last podcast we did, I wrote a grand total of four words, personally. I wrote the, and I'm Danielle, yeah, in a certain way. We came up with the name Rebel Yell with Ryan and Danielle ourselves, yeah. and that's pretty much the only writing contribution we make. Basically, we're really good readers, which we're is performers. great. We're performers. We're performers. We're performers. We're members of the PPPGA, <laughs> which is the per People Performing in Podcast Guild of America. And Absolutely, which I'm a, we're union supporters, that's why we're not mad about what's happening. Right. We, obviously. And, I mean, technically we had to cross a picket line to get into the podcast today. Did you get hit by those tomatoes? Exactly, and human waste. <laughs> oh, but no. the PPPGA has told us that officially we need to show up to work or else we're not being professional people appearing in podcasts. Right, and we can show up to work, but the only, basically the stipulation is that we can only tell personal stories from our personal lives, which I guess we've been kind of doing anyways. Um, but just, those stories are all fictional. Those the stories are all up made up. Today. This is when it gets real, folks. And I actually want to say one thing that is true. Um, Amanda's in the studio with us today. She may or may not have just overdosed on painkillers. This is actually a new low for Amanda. <laughs> Typically it's like she's in Ibiza, she's in Paris. Yeah, at least when she's on the verge of death due to chemicals, she she is in an exotic locale. She's on. Yeah. A, she's throwing up on a beach or uh, passed out face down in a gutter in Paris or something. Yeah, making out like with Johnny Depp, and she's reporting but, completely high. I mean, yeah, that's but here now. she's just kind of slumped over in a chair and <laughs> on a dirty carpet with a uh, regular fluorescent light. And she's almost thrown up a few times. I mean, Amanda, do you want to say anything? No. <laughs> She's shaking her head to the shaking left and right. No. Um, so anyways, I guess, I guess since this is now the what would normally be written portion of the show, um, I'm going to share a personal story about what happened yesterday when I got hit by a car when I was helping you move your coffee table. I hope it's as good as the written stories, but let's hear it. Okay. Oh, Basically, can I start since it yeah, involves do you my start? life? Yeah, yes. you want to start? Yeah, start. Okay. So as some of you may know, Danielle and I work together in the same building, as do the rest of the members of our podcast staff, Dan and Kate. Excuse me. 
And Amanda. Okay, Ryan's about to sneeze. This you can't script oh, no. this stuff. This is <laughs> Okay, I think okay. it passed. Great. Whoa. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna need to look into a bright light or something. I think. Do okay, you want me to start the story then? Yeah, I mean, start it. Okay, I'm starting the story. Okay, so um, basically the story is, from my perspective, Ryan approaches me after work and says, would you like to help me move a coffee table? And I say, sure, the coffee table. I had yes. found this coffee table uh, in the trash the in front of our building. Of our, uh, the podcast. Uh, the, yeah, the president of the group had a, uh, and who is now on strike, uh, had yeah. a uh, coffee table out on the side of the road that I recognize as being the coffee table from his office and also as being a very shishi coffee table. It had a glass top and storage underneath for sort of like an entertainment device type of thing. And it was, by the way, very heavy. It was heavy, but it was yeah. substantial. It was a good piece of furniture. And I was like, this is destined for my life. I felt such a connection to this piece of furniture. And I said, would you guys help me push this into the, the lobby of the office building? And I got some people to help me push it in. And I wrote a sign that said, this coffee table belongs to Ryan. If you have any questions, contact him at this extension and taped it to the coffee table. Did you table. see like your children playing on that table? Did you see your life through the, through the guise Basically, of the table? I saw my 26 inch television set on top of the table. And I saw my Nintendo Wii and my Xbox 360 and my DVDs. Ryan, you sound very rich. Ryan. I know, but all of these items I've received free from promoters hoping to get them mentioned on the podcast. So uh, there you go, guys. How come I don't get any of that? I, I don't mean, know. You probably just don't run the same circles. That's terrible. Wow. Okay, so anyways, so um, Dan actually and I, at a certain point, uh, Dan was actually moving the table himself. That was kind of funny. But anyways, we get out he to the street. was on wheels, for God's sake. I know, but it was really big. Anyways, we get out to the street and we try to get a cab for Ryan to put... The I table have to into. haul this table to Queens somehow. It's not yes. going to fit through the subway turnstile. Yeah, so basically, uh, so at a certain point we realized that no cabs are shopping, so we kind of hide the table, and then I'm like the person who's like getting them. Like if we were going to trick them into being like kidnapped, that's like how you would do it, right? Yeah. So I'm the one who's flagging them down, and so basically I get flagged down, I open the door, and I say to the guy, hey, can you take this table? The guy freaks out, says no, and just speeds off. And then um, the car door hit me on my open the car door on my rear end. Yeah, I got hit in the ass with the with a car, car with the car door with the car. I got hit by a car for you, Ryan. Think and about I, that. I mean, it's debatable because I saw you sort of you did it one of those. I did intentionally. You did like a yeah. hip bump. It was like one of those urban dance moves type of thing. Well, I thought it was. Like a, I thought boom, it was. Boom, <laughs> you like booty yeah. dropped yourself I, into I did, the car I did. I did booty drop. Well, I didn't. I was worried that the door. The door. He was going to speed off with an open door, so I bumped it. So I did intentionally get hit by a car. Well, why were you worried about him? I, I felt bad. After I mean, he's all practically spit on us. I know he actually. I'm eating did. a truffle. It's delicious. Would you it like was, one? Oh, I thought we said no eating in the podcast after that one terrible moment. Um. Anyways, so. Kate now wants to talk about the goldfish that Ryan has in his office. Oh my goodness. I have got to tell you guys something. <laughs> my entire life. <laughs> my entire life. That was so folksy. I'm sorry. Please. So unscripted. <laughs> exactly. I have to act Amanda like. Amanda speaks. Okay, Amanda's alive. This is alive. the first time I've Morning. been able to act like my real self on the podcast yeah, and no, not play the role that is written for me. <laughs> But in real life, I am a lover of creatures. And some of the creatures that I have recently occasioned to enter into my life are six goldfish. And these six goldfish that I had yesterday have since become four as six. two of them slipped away. And uh, so I'm sort of... Slipped away? <laughs> that's sort of a euphemism for the, no longer with us. It sounds like you dropped them. You're making it sound like you dropped them. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like through my fingers in the stream. But no, they died and were on the bottom of their tank, and so I had my intern flush them. But 
four of the goldfish are doing very well at this very moment. At this um, moment. One had, was touch and go this morning. Exactly. And that's what I'd like to focus on. I would like to focus on the goldfish that I had named Kevin and give some tips on, number one, how to <laughs> save a goldfish's life, and number two, providing the best environment for a goldfish. Okay. Let me begin by saying something that I did not believe at first, but have come to accept. Yes. And that is, you should never, ever put goldfish on a grid, because it gives them vertigo. They don't oh, know what. I didn't know they that. don't know which way is up, and they don't know which way is down. Would you put are... them on like an Excel spreadsheet? I'm confused. No, I had them inside of a container that I think was originally intended to be used for storing paper clips, but it had a uh, it had a metal grid at the bottom. Wow. And I think that they either the reflective nature of that metal grid or the lines or something made them think that it was the surface, and so instead of being up at the top to hang out, he would go to the bottom and would lay on his side, and I don't know if he knew which way was well, up and see, which way was is, down. I, I'm, I'm not offended by this, but I did do some research for you this morning, and I diagnosed the goldfish with a bladder infection. And I don't know why you won't accept that instead of vertigo. Think... Do fish even get vertigo? Fish don't pee, Danielle. They, 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 they still have bladders, they though. They excrete things from the they, excre they, they still have, like, a waste system. They have bladders. Danielle, I think you projected a lot of your own issues on your I head don't head. have bladder infection! My God! <laughs> That, wait, I do want to say, oh, wow. Okay, well, I I, I, I want to say one more thing. Okay, no, you go ahead. Ryan. I also want to give you one hint for how to save a goldfish's life. Number one, you should get something that promotes the building of a slimy coat, some sort of drippy product that you drip into the water, because that instantly cured Kevin of all of his ills, and he is now doing very well. Kevin's doing well. I want to say that I had a goldfish for six years that I never named, and finally, like, in a sixth year, my mom's like, you got to name it, and I named it Fishy. Isn't that, like, oh, the worst? That's lame. I know. That's totally lame. I don't, Number that's... two, I like oh. to explain to the audience <laughs> so how to do good. CPR on a fish. And oh my God. Okay. To do, I learned this on the Chesapeake Bay when I was in fourth grade, and we took a class field trip to the bay, and there was a fish that almost died on our boat in the aquarium. But the instructor rolled up her sleeve and reached down and grabbed the fish as if it were like a uh, hot dog, kind of. And you take it and you run it from the front of the tank, from the back of the tank to the front of the tank, like this. Like long ways, if you uh, if you at home can't, can't see this, I'm making a motion almost as if I was shaking a can of soda or masturbating a horse or something. And, and only you run the I water get it now. across the fish's gills, and that brings oxygen into the fish lungs. Well, speaking of goldfish, I wanted to share a little story um, about my trip to Gold's Gym today. Oh, wait, I shouldn't have said that because what are they? They're listening. This is really. I'm, I'm actually about to admit to a crime. Oh, the other one. Jeez. Sorry, that was fraud. the that finally happened. Fraud. Fraud against Gold's Gym? Yeah, I'm committing fraud at Gold's Gym. I wasn't saying homosexuality. Okay, so Ryan finally sneezed, so I can, uh. I can get on with my story now. Um, but basically, uh, so if the podcast writer's strike happens, Amanda and I, um, if we have to stop doing shows and out of respect to the, to the organization, we're going to become exercise bulimics. And so um, together, basically, we were going to get memberships at a gym. And what, what, you vomit on a treadmill? What no, is an okay, that's a good bulimic? question. An exercise bulimic is basically someone who, if they eat, um, exercises so much that they burn off literally every calorie they eat. Right, Amanda? Yeah. So we we're going to become basically hardcore exercises together. And um, so Amanda's idea was that we could get a couple. It was your idea, Amanda. I'm not trying to like. No, no. No. You mentioned it, and then I had, and then I went for it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yes. 
Long story short, I today at Gold's Gym had a 15-minute meeting about getting a domestic partner benefit for me and my girlfriend, Amanda, who's not my girlfriend, but we were going to pretend to be girlfriends to get a discount at the gym, and I don't really think it worked. I actually panicked because... Um, we went with you because we sat by Gold's Gym on yeah. the way to pick up our soup and salad lunch. Yeah. And uh, we... Saw me go we the thought it would be a one-second process, and then this burly lady grabs you by the shoulder and takes you around the back. I know, and I kept Bur saying by burly, you mean she was really tall, lesbian. Okay, um, I didn't know, but um, basically, what happened is um, that they took me to a back room and they started asking me all these questions about my girlfriend, and I got really nervous because Amanda didn't want to have any part of this, even though you know whatever. We kind of agreed that we're going to be exercise believers together, and then I just got really nervous, and I don't think I can ever go back to Gold's Gym again. So basically, I blew the entire task. Amanda, are you still going to be an exercise bulimic? Huh? <laughs> Did you get the discount or not? Well, well I don't end? know. I'm really confused. I think what that did we... they do to you in the back room? I don't know. Give us a I... sample question. I was just was like, Glenn, would tell me about your girlfriend. What does your girlfriend do? Does your girlfriend want to come in? Maybe she should bring out her workout gear. And I started literally dripping with sweat. It was awful. Anyways, Amanda, are you able to do... Hip tips? Are you feeling? Yeah, I'd like to ask that we not have any music for the hip tips. Oh, but the, the glamorous song no, is one of my favorite parts there's of really, hip tips. There's really nothing glamorous about. Should we about... pretend like you're in another country? Do you want us to I, set you up uh, like you're somewhere exotic? No, you know, I'm just going to be honest, but it's going to be hip. Okay. In the honesty. All right, so here with hip tips is the very hip Amanda McCall. And on maybe on like a few drugs, Amanda McCall. Okay. So, um, well... I want to take this opportunity to talk about something pretty hip. I guess it's just one hip tip today. Um, um, I think that, well, two hip tips, really. Um, and again, I can't write them down, so they're really just off my memory. And um, I'm following one of the hip tips, which is that I think I might have just OD'd on pills. Um, it's sort of something that a lot of celebrities do. Um, you took the pills about... A ten, ten minutes, minutes ago, ago, and you're already you're already very simultaneously. You're I, I feel I don't take pills a lot after I went to rehab. After it beats so diazepam. Diazepam. Yeah, it's a narcotic of some kind. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I, don't, I don't agree that taking pills to get to to for sadness is hip. Well, I, I well, that's why I do hip tips and you do whatever you do. Um, well, <clears throat> anyway, so my hip tip for this week is, I guess, going off the. Um, I've been away for a few weeks. I spent some time in Utah um, and um, and other places where celebrities have been hanging out. Um, one of the one of the most hip things about ODing, I think, um, to make it hip, is you just don't sit around and OD, but you got to first get dumped. And then, um, and then OD. Um, and that's, I guess, what I have done tonight. You were dumb? Yeah, I had a boyfriend. I think I mentioned him in the other podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and now I don't have one anymore because he dumped me. Did he dump you because he made out with Johnny Depp when you were in France? No. He, part of that. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. But he, we didn't even hear about that. I don't think because he doesn't support my career and he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so, um, so that's why I'm not worried that he'll hear this. Um, um, anyway, um, yeah, he dumped me, no, he dumped me just for being too, um, complicated. Oh, just uh, being complicated. Um, like I'm a complicated woman. I'm incredibly complicated. Yeah. And that's hip, too. Um, but I just, anyway, I'm not gonna, if anybody who's it listening. Siobhan on The Real World. Yeah. If anybody who's listening has any, um, any, uh, ability to get the H, as they say, I'll say the H because I don't want to, I don't want to actually talk about drugs. I don't mean Halloween. Um, 
honestly, like, it could be helium for all I know. I honestly don't even know. Those in the know, those in the know will know what I'm talking about. Hydrogen, hydrogen. Those in the know will know what I'm talking about. I just would like it if you could send it P.O. Box 250, New York, New York, 10022. And just say Amanda on it. Um, is there only, Amanda, is there only Amanda, one P.O. Box I have some H. I have some H. I have some H-A-L-L-O-W-E-N <laughs> spells Halloween, which was this past week. And I have to say that I think everybody who participated in the podcast did very well with their Halloween costumes. We went to a costume party at that immediately followed the trivia night that we go to every Wednesday. And since Halloween fell on a Wednesday, we were doubly lucky to not only finish uh, in the top part of our uh, trivia contest, but also I myself, uh, in my Halloween costume as Ellen DeGeneres, won third place and received a DVD copy of Steven Seagal's classic film, Under Siege. And everyone should know that we, um, so basically Kate, Amanda, Dan, and myself, as well as and our publicist, publicist, Smith the Ready. Oh, can I say your full name? Oh, well. Um, we were basically, oh, no. Amanda, oh, no. Amanda almost just threw out. You want to throw gurgled, it out? She gurgled okay, a little bit of look, what looked like baby food out of her mouth. It's okay. It um, on the front of her That's pastina. actually really fitting for what Amanda was for Halloween, which is Heather Chandler. You're acting like Heather Chandler after she was drink that Coke. Um, but basically, we we were the cast of Heather's, and we lost by one point Dan to Fair Ryan. One had point. an actual gun. It was not an orange-ended gun. And it we was all a had, gun. We all had cocaine mallets. But I think, I mean... Not cocaine mallets. I said cocaine. It, listeners, cocaine. Although, if you mallet. do have a cocaine mallet, you can please send it to P.O. Box 260, New York, New York, 10022. Yeah, like there's only one P.O. Box location in all of New York, too, by the way. No streets, anything? Listen, I want to say really quickly, though, that we lost the Heathers. We lost by one point, and I'm I wondering... I had 101 points as Ellen. The Heathers had 100 points. Yeah, and so I'm wondering exactly where do you think we lost that point? Like, I think it was the issue of topicality, or I think that Ryan performed sexual favors on the judging panel. Uh, I think it was maybe a little bit of both. Column A, column B. But, um, but basically, I'm happy for you, and I'm happy that one of us was in the top three. And um, I don't even really know what the other two were. Can I just say, Kate's signaling for us to wrap up, but I'd really like to discuss something really quickly, which is that I'm going to have a court hearing on November 29th. Oh, um, this is big. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot to talk about this. But you I have had a, a summons. I have a summons to appear for a hearing. What um, did you do, sell H? No. <laughs> do you know no. where Amanda can score some H? Are you I, an H dealer? I know some people in the will subway you go to system. Joe? Will you probably meet well, me? Tell them what you did and how lame it was. I've been having trouble with mass transit. I did. I went to go on a subway and I have an unlimited pass. So I felt like, all right, whatever. I can get in any way I want. So I went... I, I entered through the emergency exit. What? I'm sorry, but I don't oh, see why that's I a problem. Oh, I misunderstood. You thought I exited. I thought you exited through the emergency <laughs> exit this whole time that I was That's what everyone appalled. thought. I'm appalled now. That I, by me? Yes. Oh, that is ridiculous. Why? Because you can't just bypass the turnstile. What <laughs> kind of anarchist system do you think this because is? Because I have unlimited access. That's What's the mean, difference? That doesn't mean you have unlimited access to the bar- bodies and hearts. It heart is like of getting married and then paying your husband or wife for sex. Okay, it's what it's that's like. what it's like. I think that's, that's completely absurd. And it was entrapment. And I was a victim of extortion. Okay, fine, Kate. You want to wrap up now? <laughs> Honestly, I'll, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm, I'm disgusted by you for not supporting me. For breaking the law? Oh, that's breaking the law? Police. <laughs> 
Listen, I'm really upset that you would say that because um, in the spirit of Rebel Yell, you would think that you're not a slave to the man and to the system and the master, but obviously you are. So that's, that's all true, I have to say. and it did just occur to me that you, the reason you went through the emergency exit is because you were trying to, to shave some time off of our scavenger hunt score, Well, I know, I and I'm sorry that we, we had a little quarrel, but I just feel like, um, you know, I, I wasn't thinking, and it, there were a couple machines broken, and then the guy, the, the officer, the citating officer, he tried to get tickets to our podcast in exchange for me for not giving me a citation. Did he? Yeah, he actually said, my brother loves your podcast. You know how you can get some tickets. That's amazing. I know. At least we have a fan. In I know, but I told system. him just to go to our MySpace page, you know? So anyways, um, so that being said, today's, okay, Amanda's sniffing candles right now. <laughs> so obviously things have got to move on. But um, but thanks for bearing with us, everybody. I know it's been a while since we po posted. Yeah, guys, we've missed you. I hope you've missed us. And uh, yeah. we hope to never be apart for this long again. I agree. And uh, Amanda will be spick and span and ready to go soon, although she looks a little sick. And anyway. please write to the big media companies and tell them that we need to be able to have our writers of podcasts. Because without them, you get a podcast like the one today. A shitty right. podcast. Like that Mary Varney podcast was completely... That was one of our yeah. best, most scripted. We, we actually... I think Aaron Sorkin was, did some ghostwriting for that, actually. It was, I think it was, it was all Aaron Sorkin and yeah. Mary Shelley. <laughs> I think that the original story was based on Ellery Queen, actually. It was Ellery an Ellery Queen, Queen short. It was yeah. a Daphne du Maurier Yes, <laughs> it does. I actually think it has roots in Shakespeare. But anyways, so I just wanted to say thanks again, guys. And we'll hopefully be back sooner Can, or later. Let's listen to a little more. Mama! <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought this was scripted. Hell no, we won't go.